you know, we always say, I know Paul and I always say when talking to clients, we don't have a crystal ball of where things are going to go. We can only look at like historical, but there's always, you know, outside forces that kind of drive the, the interest rate market and, and our economy as a whole. And, and, you know, case in point, this is exactly one of them. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Hello, everybody. We're back. It is the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast, where we bring you the latest news and insights on the dynamic and ever-changing real estate market in Ottawa, Canada's capital. Our show is designed to keep you informed and up-to-date on the trends, developments, and opportunities in the local real estate industry. Should we keep going? <laughs> Whether you're a seasoned real estate investor, a first-time home buyer, or simply curious about the market, our expert guests and hosts are here to provide you with valuable insights, tips, and strategies that can help you make informed decisions about buying, selling, or investing in Ottawa's real estate market. So sit back, relax, and join us as we explore the fascinating world of Ottawa real estate. Gentlemen, I don't like it anymore. I'm done with it. Uh, <laughs> Chat GPT four comes out uh, this year, right? Too so uh, maybe that'll make it. Uh, we can maybe, just write new. It'll ones upgrade us. It'll upgrade <laughs> we'll us. <have> better intros. <laughs> my uh, my name is Paul Stevenson. I'm here with uh, Greg Campbell, and I'm here with David Warren. And uh, we like real estate. We like Ottawa. How uh, how are we, we doing, Greg? I like the shirt again. Anytime you're repping the agency, I'm yeah, I'm loving it. Thank you. I uh, it was funny. I gave away one of these the other day, and I was like, these don't really fit me. It's it's a little tight. I'll be honest. You look it's jacked. Little, it's a little tight. Um, but I was like, you know what? I want to rep today, so I'm uh, I'm repping. I need the, I need the XLs. It seems <laughs> I'm not a super tight fitted T guy. You know, I like a little mm. bit a little bit of loosely, a little yeah. bit of loose hanging. Mm. <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> whatever that means Jeez. um yeah guys like what what's up real estate it keeps moving we keep on moving we keep on doing making things happen sure do <laughs> <laughs> Great Home conversation. Sales. i feel like i feel like i've seen a couple sold signs pop up on my street uh in the last week and to me, that's an indicator that the market's hot. It's hot. In it's my hot. small, it's three homes for sale. Yeah, three, three homes for sale and two sells. Something, something's on fire. Paul's block is hot. The market's hot. Pretty much. It's true, though. There's some more uh, coming soon signs coming out, but I'm seeing a lot of listings and a lot of listings at prices that I don't think buyers were ready to see. I'll mm. tell you that much. Um, but... Uh, from the conversation I have been having, most people are kind of comfortable also with uh, where they are based on when they started their search. Mm -hmm. So again, I think it comes into a how long have you been looking and what have you been through in the past um, where to, you know, to see where the new market is. If you've been looking for a while, you may have a hard time, but uh, if you just started, a little bit easier pill to swallow, I think. It's not even a pill to swallow. It's just, you know, it's one of those things. They, um, we keep talking about, um, you know, many weeks ago, talking about if the Bank of Canada held their rate um, this past week and, and didn't make any change, that that would likely um, mean for a, a busy, you know, a pickup in volume and, and whatnot. And there was a good article uh, 
an or I should say an article over the weekend uh, stating exactly that a much needed side relief that can rate pauses. Pause could signal a strong spring market and basically getting into just that, just the added confidence in the market and yeah. uh, looking to pick it back up where we've seen consecutive rate increases uh, over the last year. And, and so with this kind of pause uh, certainly could um, uh, kind of impact that uh, the, the market in a positive manner, at least positive from a, from a, a picking things up perspective. So uh, it wasn't just, uh, it's not just us saying it. There are other no. Uh, Although we, we like mm. to think that it is just us and that we control oh. <laughs> everything, right? With our power and our greed. Toe rep. <laughs> with our, with our <laughs> thousand forty Line, subscribers lining our pockets <laughs> by giving yes. information. Spring, <laughs> spring is uh, spring's typically a busy, busy time for for real estate activity. So you know, buyers and sellers are kind of emerging from the winter months and looking to make some moves before summer. But there are a lot of other factors, obviously, that 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 come into play. Interest rates, obviously, being one of them, as you mentioned, Dave. Employment levels, uh, supply and demand, local market conditions, government policies. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that can kind of play into that. But I think this is all creating, like, the interest rates holding, I think, is kind of that perfect storm for the combination of optimism, maybe, from buyers uh, and also um, the supply increasing over the coming month. I think we are going to see as we said in January, um, you know, a busy and I would say hectic spring. I've seen more, a lot of people recently in the last couple of weeks that were pre-approved early in 2022 that are coming back to the table now mm -hmm. and saying, you know, we want to get pre-approved again. Where do we stand? You know, I got a slight increase. We have a bit more for down payment. Like what, what does it look like now for us to be out buying? So there are a lot of buyers coming back to the table, which I think is exactly what we expect, expected. And as we said before, too, like every all these listings that are coming out, all of those people are also buyers, right? So we're going to have a, a, I think, a large influx of buyers out shopping in the coming uh, coming two to three weeks. I agree, big time. I've been getting more calls. I've got some calls from the show. Um, speaking of calls from the show, I had a, a client call. They're looking for a rental. They're new to Canada and they're looking for a rental. They've been listening to the show for a while. And uh, they're looking in Canada, so uh, I figured on that, on that note, why don't we get into some numbers on Canada? How do you feel about that? Perfect. Let me segue myself into some statistics. <laughs> Let me segue myself. Yeah, do based it. On, based on what <laughs> my friends say on the show. <laughs> Just how we do things. We get ideas and we, we continue. Um, so... Canada, obviously, always, uh, you know, the exciting kind of... Um, first place i'll say in ottawa for for price mm -hmm. um they usually hit uh higher numbers than the rest of the city in terms of being a, a suburb so let's uh let's get into that to all you listeners out there looking for some information on kanata kanata west end of the city in terms of detached homes we currently have 57 active an average 49 days on market and an average price of 1.2 million it's quite high. Conditionally sold, we have seven at 57 days on market with an average price of 916000 And then sold, we have 33, 36 days on market at an average price of 893000 So the trend, as in the past month or so when I've been doing these, it's always the actives are always the highest price. Conditionally sold are a little bit less. Sold are always a little bit less. 
And then here's the, here's the kicker. Sold in 2022, at the same time last year, 57 sold, averaging five days on market at an average price of 1.117. So that's, you know, that's a, a big jump for, well, a big drop from 117, 11117 mm-hmm. to 893 in detached homes. But that price that's, is, that's, the average active price is still 1.2 million. And that's and this time last year, right? And that's so this time last year. Yeah, yeah. Amazing that there, it's almost, <clears throat> you know, within a few thousand, but almost the current active listings, like they're still listing at what they listing higher than what the average was last year and you wouldn't necessarily think that but the solds are quite below but again it's time i think that those numbers are going to become more aligned uh, over the next couple of months in terms of towns and semis we have 48 active averaging 47 days on market seven hundred and six thousand dollars is the average active price conditionally sold we have six conditionally sold averaging 78 days on market at an average price of 635,000 and sold. We have 32 that sold in the last four weeks, averaging 34 days on market at an average price of 599. Sold in 2022, same time, 74 sold over the four week period, uh, five days on market at an average price of 740,000, which is slightly above what the active listings are and 150, well, $140,000 above what sold for in the last month. Now, what, what's interesting to me is that I'm finding like the average days on market is also, ch- the conditionally sold, there's obviously a couple outliers in there that are skewing that number, which is fine. We're going to see that. But 34 days on market for sold, that's 32. That's that's good to see because that it's number a was a lot drop. higher. That's a big drop over the last couple of months. We were up at like 90 days for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were at, yeah. It was like anywhere between 60 mm-hmm. and 90 was common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's still, it's still kind of is, but that, you know, that sale is, uh, 34 days on market and that's 32 units. That's good. And that's a good average condos, 25 active, 95 days on market average, $450,000 is the average price conditionally sold. We had eight, we have eight conditionally sold 108 days on market, 397,000 average price sold. We have 12 sold 66 days on market average. 433,000 is the average price sold in 2022. Same time, 16, 20 days on market, 488,000. So again, the price is a little bit higher than what it was last year at the same time uh, for both sold and for active, but it's close. And, um, and I want to make sure that everyone knows that this is called, this is any type of condo. So this isn't like an apartment. This is an apartment, a stack, a town, whatever it may be. That's a condo. And, you know, traditionally, they will always be on the market for a little bit longer, it seems, anyways, in Ottawa, generally. Um, but the numbers, you know, they're interesting. Like the active versus sold, it's close, 430. And like we've said in the past, condos seem to be keeping their um, value uh, more so than uh, residential homes since the, uh, since the drop started happening. Yeah, those numbers, the numbers seem very low, like conditionally sold and sold, you know, basically being 20, that seemed to me, that seems like a very low number, but I don't know yeah, what, like I mean, how many, how many condos, like condos in honest, Canada, are you considering everything like from basically everything, Harry Fox all the way to all of Canada. Yeah. And, and, and Paul, to that point, I thought the same thing when I looked at it and then I looked at 2022 and there was only 16. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. uh, unless I'm missing something and I'm not going to say that I'm perfect, obviously, but, uh, mm-hmm. that's it. We raised, will though. It we raised, will say that. 
Thank you. It <laughs> raised my eyebrows. And then when I saw what sold back then, kind of uh, it's more in alignment. Anyways, rentals. Rentals are always the star of the show I find when I do this. Rentals, 59 active, 33 days on market average. 2,580 is the average price. Conditionally wow. sold or conditionally rented. Two, averaging four days on market at an average price of 2,050. 2050. So those were obviously priced aggressively, uh -huh. considering how quickly um, they were scooped up. Very interesting. Rented in the last uh, four weeks, 49, averaging 27 days on market. Right in the middle. 2,325 is the average rental price. And rented in 2022, there were 58, averaging 32 days on market. 2,235 was the average price, which is basically the same as what rented. Oh no, sorry. It's a hundred dollars less than what they're renting at now. Um, and I think we can all agree what we've been seeing with the numbers over the last, I mean, five, four, four months, I could say that the price of rentals is coming down to what it was at the same time last year. Yeah. You know, there was that big kick in the, in the summer through to probably November. And then it just kind of started leveling out. Yeah, it's amazing. It, like usually you don't have that fourth column in there, but looking at that, it's like a perfect comparison because almost all of the, like in all four slides, the active listings is almost, or at least very close to what it was a year ago. It's yeah. within $50,000 basically uh, and, and less in, uh, you know, less in condos and less in the towns. Yeah, you're in like $30,000, which is, which is, I think something that people don't expect to see because every, right. well, not a lot of people expected it to be the market to tank. So mm -hmm. uh, I want to go into this other thing. I don't have a proper slide to show you, but I'm just going to briefly read through this. I posted this up in uh, our office uh, at our office meeting last Wednesday, I was doing a thing on stats and I just kind of, decided to go into this, which I thought was very interesting. So I'm just going to spit out some numbers here. This is the average price of a residential home month over month, starting last February, 2022, all the way to February, 2023. So I'm just going to say the month and I'm going to give you the price and that's it. I'm going to put this in a, in a graphic next, uh, next week. Uh, or for uh, the beginning of uh, for the beginning of April, just so everybody can see it and download it if they want to, because I find this was a very interesting test. So I'm not even going to tell you how much it was up or down. It's just it's just strictly numbers here. So February 2022, 838,000. This is residential homes across the board in Ottawa. 838,000 was the average price. March 2022. 854,000. April 2022, 830,000. May 2022, 802,000. June 2022, 773,000. July 2022, 716,000. August 2022, 708,000. September 2022, sorry. 708? 708,000, August 2022. Yeah. September 2022, 707,000. October 2022, 678,000. 
November 2022, 680,000. December 2022, 656,000. January 2023, 676,000. Go back. Yeah. February 2023, 709,000. So if you look, and now in February, we're at the same price as last September. And I think mm -hmm. that everybody was thinking that we would be continuing to go down. Not, not everybody, but some people, not us. So with that number in play, and March just starting to happening happen, and the, the amount of listings that are coming out and buyers that are active, I think that that's 708. I think for March, that's going to be at least up to <clears> 725 <throat> average. I think it's going to be up to closer to July of last year. And um, that's, I mean, that's my prediction anyways. I think it's going to hit 725 average price. So, so it seems like, it seems like December, it seems like December from that, December of 2022 was our bottom. And we've kind of hit that at it. If, you know, if the March number ticks up uh, over the, over the February, you know, kind of is, I mean, that's really numbers based evidence of, of kind of that, 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 yeah. kind of that trough and, and the bounce back. So, you know, kind of what we were speaking at the top of the show and, and even last show of, uh, of rates having an impact, you know, kind of that assumption of a spring market that it is picking up, even though, <clears throat> even though the number of solds is, is, uh, you know, you kind of read the headlines that January was, was really down and, and all that. And we're not disputing that whatsoever, but, um, this is showing that, that the price, you know, that, that the average is bouncing back. And so if you are on that sidelines like that, you know, with this pause in rates, uh, from the bank Canada and everything going on, it might be worthwhile to, to look, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see. We'll definitely have to track that in the next few weeks of whether uh, whether March does tick up or not. Which I, I think I, we should have. You know what we should do, guys? I think we graphic. need to start having like a, a graphic, and we should have a link to it every yeah. month that people can enjoy. Because <sighs> I sure as hell enjoy it. <laughs> well, <laughs> and and to that, what what might um, you know? There's some questions on it and some huge news out of the u.s on friday yeah that big have, time will have a direct impact impacted to canada and, and our rates and we're already seeing it right now you know we're monday morning the 13th and we're seeing the bond market that five-year fixed rates in canada are, are tied to um you know we closed um we closed on friday uh the with the five-year bond being at three point uh, let me get the exact here uh, three three point three six four percent, and this morning we're already down thirty basis points, two point eight eight nine. So what does that mean? We have dropped uh, from that three three six four to two eight eight nine, and that that's that's going to affect rates. Where if it maintains, you know, the, we had uh, Silicon Valley Bank, which was which is the second largest bank. Uh, collapse or, or default in the US um, based on deposits, not largest in the of all the banks, but uh, biggest collapse uh, or default because there was a run on uh, on withdrawals of 42 billion. Um, and so that's that's had a huge impact. There's uh, I believe it's about 180 billion in deposits that are held there. And uh, from the stats I was reading over the weekend, 97% of those deposits are not insured by FDIC. 
So the federal insurer does not insure anything over 250,000 for deposit holders. And 97% of those deposit holders are over that, including uh, a lot of uh, companies, tech companies and other companies that have their payroll deposits in there. Uh, they were able to clear last week's payroll run, but uh, right now their funds are frozen. And so they're not sure whether they'll be able to make payroll this week, which is obviously going to affect those. It's drastically going to impact um, drastically impact the decision by the feds now, because this, you know, you could, we could mark it down as, as Friday, uh, March 10th as being the, the official uh, uh, kind of mark of the doom and gloom in the U S of, uh, of kind of, a recession hitting in like they're going to they might have to start instead of going upwards where uh powell the, the fed was saying that they were going to continue raising rates with this default of um of silicon valley bank that it's very likely that they're gonna have to reverse course and actually uh, drop rates to stimulate the economy depending on how this how this rolls out and what ends up happening um the fed acted pretty quickly you know thursday night they came in froze everything on the friday the UK division already sold off, uh, or the HSBC already bought the UK division of Central uh, Silicon Valley Bank over the weekend, so that freed up 10 billion of UK deposit holders. Um, but it'll be really interesting to see uh, how this impacts. And I think there was kind of a comment or comment slash question of uh, will this SVB collapse affect our economy and maybe real estate interest rates? Apparently, Canadian banks lost almost 20 billion in the collapse. Interesting enough, SVB was ranked 20th on Forbes top 100 banks in America a month ago. Does this mean more banks will collapse? I would say laugh out loud, but it's kind of more scary than funny. There was already another bank that collapsed over the weekend as a result of mm -hmm. <clears throat> of SVB, smaller, a uh, smaller localized regional bank. And what ends up happening is, you know, there was a run. It wasn't anything to do. The bank didn't have didn't default on anything. It's just that they had people trying to withdraw at the same time, 42 billion in cash. Banks don't carry that. They're all based on leverage. They don't carry those. And when that happens, there's a run and they can't support it. So um, what ends up happening is people start losing faith in the banking, um, you know, kind of the banks in general and start pulling money from smaller banks to move them to larger institutions. And so the U.S. has, a, you know, unlike Canada, the U.S. has many, many hundreds and thousands of regional banks. And so when you have a run on those smaller banks, then they start collapsing um and so it can it certainly will have a ripple effect in not only the what the u.s fed does but what the dollar does and that's why we're seeing this morning a, a 30 base point drop in in the five-year bond in canada um and i think that will have a a significant ripple effect anything that happens in the u.s directly impacts us mm -hmm. I mean, um and and with that of rates you know, if it drags, if that goes on and it drags rates down and the U.S. and everyone, both this is the start of, of kind of that official recession for the U.S. and Canada, which is possible. Um, you know, that's where rates, they'll need to stimulate the economy. And that's why there's talks over the weekend of the U.S. Fed not being able to possibly increase rates any further, that they're going to have to go the opposite way, uh, depending on what rolls out from this, uh, from SVB. It's amazing all the Canadian banks still showed, uh, in some cases, record profit uh, last year mm -hmm. with all the uh, doom and gloom. Still money being made. Yes, oh. where the money went. <clears throat> where did it go? Where did all those <clears throat> profits go? <clears throat> Just goes to show yeah. everybody that anything can happen. So be prepared. And there's also not really a reason to wait around to make your life decisions because who knows? Yeah, looking at the, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, you know, we always say, I you know Paul and I always say when talking to clients, we don't have a crystal ball of where things are going to go. We can only look at like historical, but there's always, you know, outside forces that mm -hmm. kind of drive the, the interest rate market and, and our economy as a whole. And, and, you know, case in point, this is, you know, exactly one of them um, where it'll be interesting to see how this has a ripple effect, you know, second largest collapse next to Washington Mutual. Um, but uh which was 2008 when Washington Mutual collapsed and we know what happened in 2008. So um, yeah, I think this will be interesting to see how the, the markets uh, are impacted this morning and then as well, how the, the Canadian markets are, which are already, uh, like I said, the, the bond markets already being uh, brought down, which when the bond market comes down, that five-year fixed rates on mortgages, if it stays at this level, then they will come down. Um, and so when that happens, like we're saying, our market's already picking up um, based on the numbers that Greg just read out as well from the month over month, let alone if our fixed rates start coming down, um, you know, how that's going to stimulate the, the real estate economy as well. Buckle up. We called it. <laughs> Get your belts on. Uh, yeah, I mean, last I'd say I'd say last September, October is when we started kind of beating our drum saying, you know, good time now is a good time to get in and you know looking at that to those numbers greg you know september october november december and then january we're up 20k february we're up 30k uh in average price so i can't imagine march and april are gonna decrease from 709 i mean i just no don't way. like it literally impossible uh more likely that silicon valley bank goes bankrupt than then uh you know these numbers uh decrease um that was a bad joke but uh but yeah no i mean i think given the increased sales the increased buyers like i wouldn't be surprised if march is in the 725 range 730 range and then april probably be even higher so i think you know come june july i think we may see things back in the kind of april march range that we were in last year which if you bought in november or december great it's work possible Good job. i mean yeah uh -huh. you know it's it's really possible. I I I think it would be. I don't really see it going past like seven seventy five for the rest of the year. But again, I you know who knew that it was even going to come up to seven oh nine in February, yeah, as average price for a home. So you know you could be right. Mood boost. Right. <laughs> Good show. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's let's slide into it. Sure. Oh. I'll like actually, did we touch on, did we touch on the reminder? I don't know if this was before the show or not, but. Oh, the VUT. That, yeah. Uh, for those of you listening that are in Ottawa, make sure to file your vacancy tax uh, mm. notification. We have until Thursday the 16th to get that in. Mm. And if you do not get it in, you're automatically assessed a 1% of your uh, 1% um, penalty, which basically is for most people doubling your property taxes. So. Get that in, <clears throat> whether it's a rental or whether it's owner-occupied. Get those in, otherwise you're going to be hit. I wonder if they'll. I wonder if they'll. That'll be publicly listed. Like how many people didn't file? I'm sure, it'll be in the tens of oh, thousands, yeah. if not hundreds of thousands of people. Just oh, what? Yeah. And it's not hard to do. It takes like oh, it takes two like seconds, two yeah. minutes, literally, yeah. literally, yeah. literally, L literally. <laughs> okay, we got four today. Let's go. Uh, number one, uh, dogs, fortunately, very smart, but they can't operate MRI machines. 
but cats can. Mm. Yes, but cats can. Uh, number two, singing in the shower is fun until you get soap in your mouth. Then it becomes a soap opera. Oh, wow. Oh, mm. wow. We lost Greg. <laughs> didn't like that one. Um, number three, can February March? No, but April May. This is my personal favorite. Number four. What do you do if attacked by a clan of clowns? Go for the juggler. Oh wow! <laughs> wow. You know what? I'll take. I'll take that one. I'll take Go that for one. The juggler. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. And uh, shows are released every Tuesday, 10 a.m. on YouTube. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcast. And uh, be sure to post your questions on, on YouTube or send us an email. And uh, we'll be more than happy to answer it on the next show. Have a great week. And uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. Jesus. Greg says bye. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe. Because we'd really like that. Thank you.